So this is the letter I gave to my mom admitting my guilt, okay? I'm going to have my mom read the letter back to me. I looked up a inappropriate page. You can punish me in any way. Capital H-E-L-P. Help me. It was a cry for help. All right, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Hope you, um, this is episode four, and um, thank you for joining me here. Today we have lots of different things we're talking about. What accent is that, bro? Your accent is shit. Thanks for coming and joining me in this uh, podcast thing, dude. We're going to start off with uh, something that I don't want to have to do. And uh, it's obituary time, baby. Uh-oh! Death's around the corner! Uh-oh! Today, we, this week, we lost a, uh, a straight-up legend. His name was Joe, and he freaking trades. All right? And he gave us one of the most quality grocery stores in all of history. Don't go to any other grocery stores other than... Any other grocery store other than Trader Joe's, Okay? So just take a moment to say mad respect to Joe. Thank you, Joe, for creating a friendly environment. Dude, when I was on that, I was on a road trip last year. Was it last year? Maybe. I don't know. And you know where I pit stopped? Starbucks and Trader Joe's. Okay. Am I a a white Orange County person? Absolutely. Do I want to... Uh, be more cultured? Absolutely. I'm working on it. But anyways, that's deep inside my bones, and Starbucks feels safe to me. When I'm on the road, you know, I'm driving up the PCH, I'm like, I just need to go to the bathroom, and I just need to, you know, the Starbucks just feels like a home, and and Trader Joe's feels like home, too. I, I walk in there, I freaking hug the mates. They're called mates. You know? They're just, your, they're your mates. They're your friends. And you go back there and you get some coffee from the little dispenser. And it's, you know, they're just trying to treat you and say, would you like a sample? Would you like a little sample? And I said, do I know you? Sample lady, I swear I know you because you're being so friendly. And it's like we've known each other our whole lives. And yeah. Anyway, so to to Trader Joe, man. We love you. We appreciate everything you've contributed. You treat your workers well. You treat your customers well. And yeah, in other obituary news, uh, let's get political. Sorry, if you don't agree with my politics, then there's an off button. Okay, unsubscribe and leave a review. Frick you, Reed, you don't believe in what I believe. No, I'm just kidding, okay, don't do that, actually. I'm actually trying to grow this, so actually don't do that. That would actually mess me all up, Um, but... We're going to do another obituary is uh, Pete Buttigieg's presidential campaign. R.I.P., baby. Bye. Ha, ha, ha. Y'all don't understand the Bernie movement. 
you're chill enough, dude. I, I fuck with you, but uh, R.I.P. to your campaign. Okay, because Bernie's cruising through. Okay, he's cruising through, and he's been working on this for a minute. Okay, so show some respect to your elders. I know that he's just another old white man, but don't let it fool you. He believes in universal health care and overall treating everybody with respect and equality and people not just dying because they can't afford to live. And a little R.I.P. to Klobuchar's presidential campaign hit the death gong bye adios see you later friends and then you are friends okay it's all good you just gotta step out of the way all right because bernie's doing his thing and i feel the freaking burn and that ain't an std that's my freaking passion for for you know equality okay Bernie's been doing this for a minute, okay? He's been doing this for a minute. Probably like three minutes he's been doing this. You go back in the day, you're like, Bernie, what do you think? He's like, yo, I, th you know, we should all be freaking, we should all love each other. We should all be equal in like, uh, you know, civil rights, bro, fuck. And, and you, you look at him now and, uh, and he's saying the same thing, okay? Now Biden... Okay, which this is what I hope happens to Biden's presidential campaign, okay? And we'll all be, you know, we'll take a moment of silence, maybe just two seconds and say, see you later, Biden. You have no idea what's going on. Okay, bye. Okay, you're a nice enough guy as well, but you represent the establishment. So dip out, okay? I don't mean to be so harsh, man. I'm sorry. I don't mean that. that's that's not helpful, okay? Okay. Whoever wins the nomination, I'm all in, okay? I'm about it, okay? And if you're voting for Trump, if you're listening to this and you're voting for Trump, I love you, okay? Okay? You're my friend. Okay, we're buddies. We can have a little conversation. And let's not get so political, okay? You came to this podcast to just joke and laugh and, and laugh and joke, you know? So why did I start it off with so much death? <laughs> is it because death is right around the corner, okay? And is lurking? Yes. Let's get down to the real thing. Today I got some quality content for you. Oh, my God. So... I was downstairs the other day and I come across this this note and it's it's ripped in half right now, okay? This is old. This is from when I was like I think me and my mom figured out I think it's like 5th grade. Whatever's the least embarrassing age for this to happen, okay? That's how old I was. So when I was just uh, a young boy, and I was hanging out with all my friends, and I had some, I had some friends who were just doing, just getting straight to it, you know? They were getting into the pornography, and they didn't give a fuck, dude. You know? 
they're bringing it to school, they're like, yo, come, you know, one of my, one of my friends is like, cruise with me after school. I got some in the backpack and we all run to his backpack and he's got this freaking Playboy magazine. I'm like, I'm like, I was always the friend. Like, I don't know. This is such a good idea, guys. You know, I got all my morals. I'm like, dude. I don't know if this is such a good idea. And my friends just didn't give a fuck. My friends were just, they're like, yo, let's smoke a blunt <laughs> and watch some pornography. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you guys, I just want to go play Call of Duty, dude. And my, my friends are like, yo, dude, I just hooked up with this girl. It's like, I had sex. I'm like, dude, we're freaking 13 years old. dude. What's going on? I'm like, I'm not ready for this at all. So anyways, when I was just, you know, whatever, fifth grade, maybe, hopefully I was younger because this is kind of embarrassing. Um, it's not really embarrassing, but uh, when I was a, a young boy, I um, I got on the family laptop, you know, I got on the family laptop after probably speaking with my, my, my friends and they were just hyping up. They're like, dude, did you know you could freak? <laughs> did you know you could go on the, the internet and just look up naked girls? I'm like, that doesn't seem like a like such a good idea, guys. I don't think that we're old enough. Shut up, Reed. Okay. Don't be so weak. I'm like, oh god. All right, yes, sir, friend. I don't know which friend did that. That's, that's probably they probably did that. That's probably disrespectful. Dude. I just stepped up for myself but anyways i get on the uh the the family laptop and i look up naked girls okay literally typed in naked girls and you know which isn't even a good porn website you know, it was just, I think it was just Google images and it was like, they weren't even naked because they like, they blocked that. And I immediately, I shut the computer. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking going to hell for sure. And I was like, was I a religious kid at the time? I guess I'm like, I'd never, we didn't go to church, but I had some sort of moral force inside of me that said, this is, this is not a good move. So I looked it up. And I closed the laptop, and then I ran upstairs, and I was panicking. I remember this. This was a traumatic experience for me. <laughs> I was freaking panicking. And, you know, the laptop was downstairs, and I'm up in my room. I'm, like, freaking out. And then I, I remember, I'm like, doesn't Google have that feature where if you type in one letter... You type in one letter and it's going to autofill um, to what you had typed in before. So I'm like, if my parents look up any word that starts with N, then it's going to come up, naked girls. So I run downstairs and I open up the laptop and I just start typing out N words, not the N word, Okay. Words that start with N. I didn't type in the N word. That'd be terrible. Okay. So um, just words that start with N so that it pushes down the naked girls from coming up. 
So anyways, I, you know, delete all of the history and I'm still panicking. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. This is it for me. I'm not going to the freaking sixth grade. I'm out. Okay. My parents are going to find this and I'm finished. And they weren't even freaking strict at the time. I just talked to my mom about this and she just, she just is like, yeah, I didn't even know. What, I didn't know what the hell is going on. So what I did was I got, I tried to get ahead of the story. I tried to get ahead of the problem. So I went to my mom. I went to my mom and I said, mom, here's the deal. I was on the laptop and uh, something bad came up on the laptop. I don't know what happened. It was an accident. I was, uh, this is what I said. I said the funniest thing. This was, I had a master plan. I'm a genius. I was like, yo, so crazy thing. Mom, (laughs) you're not going to freaking believe this. You're not going to believe this, but here's the deal. I was watching Animal Planet, and they were talking about uh, naphids. They're little green bugs. Yeah, you know them. Yeah. So they were talking about naphids, and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. I'm going to look up um, naphids on, on the laptop. And I want to I want to learn about the girl naphids. What are they like? So I I I typed in naphid girls, but I guess I misspelled it and and I put in naked girls. So and um, and mom, there was all these girls. They had their freaking boobies out. I'm just I'm really sorry, but it was just an accident, and you got to believe me. And my mom was like, "Oh, that's that's fine, sweetie. Are you okay?" It's like, "I'm I'm sorry that you you had to see that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm all right." And I go up into my room and I'm like, "She fucking believed it. I'm in the clear. Everything's all right. My life's not over. I'm going to the sixth grade." But. I couldn't live with myself. (laughs) I was freaking guilty that I lied to my mom and I was guilty that I was looking up naked girls. So for a week, my stomach had so much pain. I was, I was hurting so bad in my stomach and I had so much guilt and I was so scared. And my parents were super worried about me. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And like, I couldn't freaking live with myself because of the guilt. And meanwhile, my friends are just what they're bringing, just bringing porn to to school, not giving a fuck. <laughs> and I just care so much. So anyways, it, it brings us to this piece of evidence from this time that I did not know existed until a couple days ago. And this is a note that I wrote to my mom after this week of dread and guilt. I wrote this note, and it is the saddest note. (laughs) And it it almost made me cry when I I freaking read it. (laughs) Um, But it's me admitting what had happened. 
and admitting to my mom that I'd lied to her. I'm gonna have my mom read the letter back to me. So this is the letter that I just read that um, I gave to my mom admitting my guilt, okay? So here, I'm gonna pass the mic to you. This is Reed's mom. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, there's a, a, like a college ruled lined paper with holes in it and uh, it's written in pencil and it's very torn up and ripped and we've got tape on it. And uh, it looks like it's been around for a few years, which it has. <laughs> and it's labeled, titled, The Truth Underlined. Dear Mom, please read it all. You know how I said I was looking up naphid girls and a F is in Frank ID girls. Well, I wasn't, oh, I added that part. Uh, well, I wasn't, I wasn't. I looked up a inappropriate page. After I looked up, I said to myself, that was stupid. <laughs> so I panicked and tried to hide, but now you need to know because I am really scared. You can punish me in any way, capital H-E-L-P help me <laughs> I think if I don't tell you then the stomach thingy you know, thing will still be there I am scared help me love read and then also on this note of letter it there's in between the lines he wrote like later on with a pen he wrote um, I want to erase everything I did and move on but I can't and then a little bit lower in the letter he wrote in pen I can't deal with my stomach so it was very it was a cry for help um, so that was hard to read it was a hard letter to read we took him to the doctor we took him to the uh to the doctor and had the doctor talk to him and find out what was going on with him. And well, we, we talked to him first, but we also took him to the doctor for his stomach to make sure that he wasn't having an ulcer. So did you take me to the doctor after I gave you this letter telling you what was going on? That's actually a good question. Now I don't remember. I wonder now if you gave me the letter after the doctor. That's a good question, because you said you had a bad stomachache for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that I probably held on to it. I even went, I even, I went a week. I definitely went a week. We went to the doctor, and I couldn't handle it, and I broke down, and, and, and I gave you this letter. But the other question I have is, you don't seem to care about the most important part of the story, and you didn't even notice that that I wrote naphid and I had this entire plot to to trick you and I came I told you before I lied to you I said you I was when I originally read it. when I originally read the note not just now yes okay. yeah when when you originally read it you didn't notice that I had lied to you about naphid it being naphid girls so do you remember at all um whether or not like, were you guys worried about me at all? Like, looking up pornography? 
Um, I figured you were, uh, but I didn't, you know, it's funny cause I didn't, I just thought you misspelled naked. So <laughs> honestly, I did not think you were trying to lie to me. Like, Oh, he just didn't spell it correctly. So I didn't know you were trying to tell me you were trying to look up some sort of a, you know, a bug or whatever. Yeah. So, um, I was worried about you, but I wasn't that worried. I wasn't that worried. But I was kind of worried. Yeah. It was a bigger deal for you, obviously, than it was for us. Yeah, I thought that I I built it up so much in my mind. I was like, this is the worst thing that I've ever done. And I was just talking about this. Um, but all my friends were doing the worst shit. Like, I hadn't done anything, you know? Like, this was like... I looked it up and I closed the laptop immediately and the guilt just came over me. Um, so it's so funny. And I, I thought of this plan. I thought of this plan to trick you. And I was like, my, my mom is going to think that I actually am interested in insects and I'm, <laughs> I'm interested in insects and learning about, the different genders of naphids. <laughs> but you don't remember that at all? I don't remember the naphid part. I just remember you being very sad and guilty and feeling bad about yourself. And I just thought it was kind of like I just felt bad for you. And I was a, probably a little bit concerned because some of your friends were kind of getting into some other kind of stuff that I had heard about through the mom grapevine. So I was a little bit concerned, but... I think it ended pretty quickly, honestly, you know, once we went to the doctor, once you read the letter and then it kind of like dissipated, you started like playing volleyball, you know, mm -hmm. it's like your, your mind, your, your, your interest changed. Right. Like I definitely got it off my chest. Yeah. Um, but what, what do you think about the fact that I keep saying, help me? <laughs> what, how does that make you feel now reading that back? Well, you know, that something that we don't really realize as parents is we don't remember how much stress we were under because we almost like, I think we just try to forget it. But I was probably really worried about you. And I've, I've said already twice that I wasn't, but I probably was really worried. And I was really concerned about your stomach ache. And I was probably concerned that you were having some really bad times. And I don't think I knew what to do. But yeah, I, uh, I was concerned. But at the same time, you just sort of roll with it as a parent. You just sort of wait for the next thing. You just go, okay, they're going to make it through, and you hope they're going to make it through, and they make it through. <laughs> Does that sound about right? How about let's talk about the fact that I even wrote you a letter, and uh, you know, I wanted to come clean. How about that? You instilled some sort of moral, you know some moral force inside of me that wanted to not be a liar and not lie to my mom. Yeah, I think that that goes to the close bond that we have, you know? It's like we're very close, and I think that we're always just, like, up front with each other since little, you know, when you were little. So I think you wanted to not hide something from me. Yeah. I think you were super uncomfortable hiding something from me because yeah. we just, that was never something. Yeah, Yeah. so, like, did I never, did I ever lie to you guys? I don't know, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You would know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, as a kid, I mean, I definitely lied to you guys, at, like, when I, you know, was older. Like, 
your your sophomore junior year in high school. Yeah, lies, lies. just lies. all just yeah. only no, no truth, yeah. all lies, pure. <laughs> but when I had still had my innocence, I guarantee there was no. I mean, this was probably my first lie, and I was just like, I'm yeah. I'm done. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Not only were you doing something bad, you were then lying about it on top of things. Yeah, so exactly. it's like your stomach was just really churning. Yeah. 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 All right, I think that's it. Uh, thanks, Mom. I love you very much. Thanks for coming on the podcast. This is so funny. My debut on such an, an interesting topic. Yes, <laughs> I know. Next time, uh, I'll have a, a topic where I'm, I, I'm, we're not reading my cry for help letter. It'll be happier. Okay. But it is also funny, though. Yeah, let's just have no more cries for help. Well, no. <laughs> Let me fake if you do have a cry for help, please cry to me. Ooh, hoo, hoo. That was episode four of Avoiding Everything. If you enjoyed it, then give me five stars on the Apple Podcast. I heard that you can write that off on your taxes. That's what I heard. Okay, peace out, friends and enemies. <laughs>